Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Dynasty Wonderland podcast uh, with me, the Mad Chatter, Ryan MK, and of course, the salary captain, the March Heron, Aaron Stewart. What is up, buddy? Thursday night is here. How's it going? Thursday night. It's Thursday night, which means tomorrow's Friday. And by the time people listen to this, it will be Friday. So that's Correct. great. We've made it through another week. Although I got to say, our stretch of good Thursday night football games, I think it came to an end tonight. Uh, I, yes. And I'm going to have to let you take the lead, actually. I missed big chunks of the game as I was telling Aaron pre-show my madcaps and uh and it doesn't sound like I missed a lot but I will say just real quick in little chunks you'll have to let me know uh I because I'm interested to hear what you had to say having seen more of the game but it did appear uh, I, I saw the one good bit, bit of period of time with Davis Mills and it was like oh, okay little and uh other than that um I don't know, man. I think Sam Darnold's looking all right. I know he put the ball on the ground and he didn't do anything spectacular, but um, I'm interested to see, you know, how this offense grows because they they haven't played any tough teams, but their D's looked good. Their offense has been uh, been solid. So, I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see uh, where this Panthers team goes, but you'll have to fill me in on exactly how you felt tonight went and uh, just overall, but it, it, I mean, seemed like, Oh, I did want to say this. There's a tremble sighting. Oh, that's crazy. Man. There's a tremble sighting. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So give me what you got on the game. here. Certainly. So it just kind of hits a bullet points. Number one bullet point. This one, this one's a killer. <laughs> just, Christian McCaffrey left the game with what looked like a hamstring injury. And those with that. Yeah. This the rough thing is hamstrings can linger. Yep. You're usually on average, if it's minor one, you're still gonna miss a couple of games. So you're a Christian McCaffrey owner, be prepared. Hopefully, not that we want handcuffs, but like sometimes when you make that investment in a McCaffrey, like 101, like using your last pick on a Chubba Hubbard just makes sense. You kind of protect your investment a little bit. And yeah, Chubba Hubbard is like, I don't care what else happens on Sunday. Seems like Chubba Hubbard is going to be the top waiver wire claim. Is it Chubba or Chuba? Chuba, might be Chuba. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> And, and Chuba, it's me. it was a mixture of good and bad. Then there were times that he definitely looked like a fourth round rookie. Right. Uh, he had a couple of plays where it's like, okay, like uh, it's some decent speed. Tough to gauge because mm, Texans defense is no world beater, but just naturally, McCaffrey's out. Right, Chuba's gonna be he's gonna be involved, and so yeah, that should be probably the top waiver wire claim there. Uh, Royce Freeman got a handful of carries. Uh, Royce Freeman put up a Royce Freeman stat line, five carries, 17 <laughs> yards. And who knows, maybe maybe more practice time and, and working with some of the first team. Maybe it's better, but I don't know. It, it is interesting, like maybe Scott Fishbowl, that Royce Freeman – could be worth that one dollar, two dollar waiver wire bid. So mm. you don't know how these things shape up. Right. The second observation is DJ Moore's that guy. 
He is that guy. Yes, okay? indeed. If you were doubting DJ Moore, you shouldn't anymore. 12 targets of the 33, over a third of the targets. Meanwhile, Robbie Anderson. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. And bye-bye, Robbie. There was a funny picture on, on Twitter, so I'm putting the, the missing milk carton with a picture of Robbie Anderson. It, <laughs> once, has anyone seen this player? And I'm like, oh, I have. Last time I saw him was when I dropped him to the waiver wire because you sometimes just kind of know some of these things are going to happen. You know, there's McCaffrey is have heavily involved now out with an injury. And Terrace Marshall. Terrace Marshall had – five targets in this game Robbie Anderson mm-hmm. two so even Dan Arnold got four four targets so poor Anderson just like I don't even know if he's the third option before McCaffrey like I don't know I think it's just best to best to avoid him besides scoring yeah. a touchdown week one he hasn't done anything so three right. weeks three weeks that's almost like almost 20 percent of the season he is what he is. DJ Moore, target hog. Man, I love that I had an article that said, hey, that's the breakout receiver. Would have loved to have a touchdown, but eight tar- or sorry, eight catches, 126 yards. That's still over 20 points in PPR. Shifting yep. over to the Houston Texans. Uh, Davis Mills, I I give him credit. This was not an easy defense to go against. This no. Time. Panthers defense leads the NFL in pressure rate and thank God it's a home game at least and no turnovers. He did manage to throw a touchdown. Uh, he took a lot of sacks in this game, but yeah. as a rookie Didn't seem quarterback, like he had... oh, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, no, just as a rookie quarterback, you know, uh, he took his lumps. Uh, the, the team, some of the, team players afterwards in in interviews brandon cooks uh, complimented him and that's good and speaking of brandon cooks he had a big game nine catches 112 yards and the we talk about the tom savage uh, corollary where backup quarterback comes in everyone goes oh no like the starting receiver is going to suffer not really no like, backup yeah. qbs usually just focus on their first read and We've mentioned Tom Savage because that that's what DeAndre Hopkins had yeah. dealt with for years. I was gonna say I can remember like I I used to be of that belief. And that's what I'm like, no, can't be true because Hopkins just kills it no matter who's fucking throwing him the ball. So yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. <laughs> and Brandon Cooks is always sneaky good. He's not yeah, a yeah. sexy pick. Nobody really wanted him because you could there's a billion excuses. Oh, he plays for the Houston Texans. Oh, the quarterback situation. But Brandon Cooks, he as he's quarterback proof so far this season. You can yeah. still play him, probably preferably as a flex option. But you know, the wide receiver two option, you could do a lot worse. Second uh, time in three weeks over a hundred yards. Yeah, yeah. He just I mean, Brandon Cooks just produces. No one else really. So. The only other guys to have more than a target, Jordan Akins. Jordan Akins was back, but didn't oh, really God. do anything. Neither did Anthony Miller. And the big thing of this game is there were four touchdowns, and it was a Tommy Trimble run to Sam Darnold quarterback sneak, or not quarterbacks, one quarterback sneak and one Sam Darnold like six-yard touchdown run mm. and an Anthony Miller touchdown. So this game, for fantasy purposes, nobody benefited from the touchdowns. Just 
Unless you played Sam Darnold, which I actually, which Darnold. I actually did in one league. Yeah. He actually seems like he's, and I know again, it didn't seem like he did anything spectacular, but still 23 for 34, 304 yards. And then you got the two rushing touchdowns. So, I mean, not a bad day for Sam Darnold. Uh, the McCaffrey injury sucks. And, you know, obviously he goes down and, Sam's got to, you know, he's going to have to pick it up a little bit more because, well, uh, uh, you know, Mike Davis did pretty good in relief of McCaffrey last year. But like you said, did, and like it's been a few years now, you you start learning more about injuries and everything. And I think it was maybe it was 2019, 2018, when Adam Thielen had that hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. And that's what it, like really got me to understand how tricky those things can be <laughs> like it, it, it you know so yeah it's going to be tricky with uh cmc but uh yeah definitely not uh, the most exciting prime time game it would seem but uh you know we'll see what happens in the future with both of these teams obviously the texans are gonna they're, they're feisty though man they, they got some feistiness to them so they're gonna I imagine there'll be a bit of a pain in the ass for teams. You know, yeah. as the game goes along, talent's going to win out. But, it, you know, they're just going to be a thorn in people's side, I think. They're not going to do a whole lot of damage, but they'll be a pain in the ass. Certainly, certainly. And I know our last podcast, I actually mentioned, I was like, oh, I don't know about taking the Panthers spread. You know, the spread ended up being like seven and a half points. Panthers did ultimately cover, but man, for three quarters, the Texans were hanging around and hanging around and hanging around. You know, like all it's going to take is one garbage time touchdown. And, and the Texans just, they, they were gassed, but you know, the, the Panthers, it was a struggle. It was a struggle win. And that's, that's things we're going to point out on the pod. Like, Hey, it's Panthers back-to-back road games. You play in, well, not new Orleans where, was the New Orleans game in Jacksonville, I guess. I, I really, I, I don't, yes. don't remember. Okay. So, you know, you go down to Jacksonville, then you go back to Carolina to practice uh, for like a couple of days. And then you go to Houston and, and you could tell, you could tell. And these are things that people need to take into consideration. Like you talked about with injuries, you got to take into account traveling as well, especially when teams are going across the, the country, those when teams that are on the east coast go to the west coast or west coast to the east coast that, that just that does affect teams you should take that into consideration when you're doing bets and yeah. we'll have that i i think with uh with at least one game i'm thinking of this week all righty well good enough for the thursday night game although the, the one thing about the panthers is that you know we'll have to see what they do about uh, against much better competition, but uh, right. you know, like what I'm seeing so far, like what I'm seeing so far. Okay. So Madcaps, this is what we're going to do for our Thursday night shows. From now on, we are going to draft four games each, four games a piece, and then we're going to put them on the wheel and spin and talk. You know what I mean? Spin and talk discuss, chat, which, whichever game we spin. And we'll go through the games that we drafted. And then we'll do a little speed round at the end to hit the games that uh, were not 
drafted. And so I think that's how we're going to do it, condense the show a little bit. And, you know, every week there's going to be some games that don't need a ton of discussion anyway. So this will be better all around and a little more fun. Okay, so Aaron. You go first. We're gonna, I'm going to develop a great way to decide who goes first. But for this week, the inaugural way of doing this, you go first. What game do you want to put on? We have got a fun game between division rivals, the Los Angeles Chargers and Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So that, that would be the team. Do you want me to go ahead and start talking about them? Nope. I'm going to get them on the board, gotcha. and then we're going to – and then we're going to spin for the order of them. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So I'm going to go. Where's the boy? Where's the one I wanted to go with? Where's the one I wanted to go with? Tampa Bay at LA Rams. Okay. Next, sir. And got to represent the home team, Cowboys and Eagles, another division rival game. Let's get that one on the board. All right. Mm. It's tough. I'm just, sorry. Now, now it's tough. You know what? I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. Chicago at Cleveland. Okay. All right. Next one. Man, I like the, the rivalry games. Colts and Titans. <laughs> Jacob Eason? Jacob Eason? <laughs> okay. Um, It'll be rough. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, let's see. I'm going to go ahead and go, I think... Green Bay at San Francisco. That'd be a good one. All right, last one, Mr. Aaron. All right, let's go Cardinals and Jaguars. Ooh, that is a good one. I was looking at that one. I'm glad one of us picked it. Okay. And then let's see. Let's see. Uh, You know what? I'm mighty interested in Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. So we're going to go there. Next week, I'm going to have a list of games in order of what it like, almost like (laughs) my cue for the, for the draft so that I don't take so long picking apologies people. Cause on audio, that was probably, (laughs) but that's all right. Okay. So, my friend Aaron, we're going to go through the spin. And if it's one of your games, you'll lead it off. All right. Tampa Bay at L.A. Rams. Okay. So, I just think we're going to get a lot of fantasy points in this one. I'm excited. I'm interested to see how this goes. It's in L.A. The Rams have been playing good. Matthew Stafford, now I'm interested to see because I, I heard a stat earlier that he has thrown 
it's it's at the bottom as far as the amount of passes he's had to throw. He hasn't really had to, but he has not just been slinging it. So he's probably going to have to in this <laughs> in this game. And uh, but Tampa Bay's defense doesn't seem to be quite what it was at the end of last year. And uh, it, you know, I just feel like this is going to be a very interesting game. I think they're definitely be a lot of fantasy points um i think cup's gonna kill it again um no antonio brown for the bucks so we'll see how that goes um but yeah and daryl henderson is he still questionable do you know i think so still questionable i don't think they've rolled him out yet well i've got my eyes regardless even if uh, uh even if henderson plays i think i still like Sony Michelle this week. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I got on the game. I'm just excited for it. A lot of fantasy points. I like some of the players in it. And uh, I think this could be also interesting because uh, should Tampa Bay lose, man, then he's got to go to New England next week. And that'll be interesting. Well, regardless, but it might be uh, interesting if pissed off Tommy coming off a loss, but um, I think after some comments made this week by Tom Senior and Tom's, uh, you know, some of Tom's other buddies. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you heard about that, but I haven't. Uh-uh. Brady, Tom, well, Tom's dad apparently was uh, just kind of talking some shit, <laughs> I guess is the way to put it. Just look, you, you could look it up because I can't, I'm not going to try and paraphrase it because I don't remember, but they're just uh, talking a little shit about New England. And I'm just like, it, you know, I know everybody is like, oh, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl without Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick hasn't done shit. And I'm like, ah, watch out. Because the, the Duke could still coach, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> but so it'll be interesting to see that. I, I'm excited for that game next week. But sorry, I got off track. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but let me know your thoughts on this game. Yeah, uh, the same is going to be a lot, a lot of points, a lot of points scored in this one. Some excitement because these are two NFC favorites that are starting off the season two and zero, starting off great. And Tom Brady, especially, has been on fire. There's no way he continues that pace today or today this weekend because the Rams. I mean, the Falcons were a pushover. And yeah. the Cowboys were still trying to figure out, like, they, they're they young on defense, but they're not. <laughs> so they're still still having to develop. Now, right. meanwhile, the Rams, the Rams are a problem. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, yeah. those are two studs at their position. And Matthew Stafford, like, <laughs> Stafford to cup connection. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm excited just to see because this may be a game. That, that Tampa Bay straight up loses. It is a road game for them. Rams are a good team. So mm. I'll be watching. I'll be watching. I'll be watching and I'll be picking the Rams. Ching! There we go. Love it. Who you got? Let's see. In that game, give me the Rams. Ooh, I thought I was going to get one. See, I, I'm, I'm going to try and go. A little bit uh, opposite of you today because I need to catch up <laughs> in some points. But so I got some specific games. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, we'll try and pick up the pace ourselves. Here we go. 
Chicago at Cleveland, another one of my oh, another one of yours. Love Sorry, it. sir. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Right off the bat, I'm just gonna say I'm picking Cleveland. I'm very excited to see Justin Fields start. However, it does look like Odell Beckham's coming back. And I, unlike a lot of people, believe him and Baker are gonna have it figured out. And especially with no Jarvis. I think this could be a uh, good welcome back game for Odell. He's someone I might uh, be throwing in some lineups for DFS this weekend. And, <clears throat> you know, the Bears defense is proven. They're just kind of not, not quite as good as they were. And as much as I like Justin Fields, this is his first game starting. He wasn't you know, phenomenal when he came in last week. Um, and I love the shit out of Justin Fields. But this is on the road. Cleveland's got a pretty good D. They're supposed to have a pretty good D. It's been kind of up and down the first couple weeks yeah. of the season. Um, but uh, I think this is kind of a tough first game for him. Um, I think he'll get through it fine. But I don't expect them to be, you know, Super competitive, I guess. So it's, I, I feel like Cleveland should be able to win this comfortably. And um, so it's as, as excited as I am for Fields, I'm not starting. Um, I'm not playing him. And, it, you know, I do think, like I said, Odell, of course. And, uh, you know, other than that, well, Nick Chubb. You got to play Nick Chubb. But <laughs> other than that, those are kind of the guys I'm looking at, really, is, uh, um, is Odell. But I think that's kind of the game, the, how I see the game going. And, yeah, that's where I'm at with this one. What about you? Certainly. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how involved Odell is. Because coming into this game, it's something like the Browns have – the Browns receivers have like the fewest receptions in the league or something like that. And it's just because this Browns offense, just they spread the ball out. Like they're, they're going to yeah. have multiple guys. They got three tight ends, two running backs. Like they're, they're deep at, at their skill positions and they like to get people involved. You know, some weeks, maybe Anthony Schwartz, other weeks, you know, maybe a Donovan right. Peoples Jones. So, but you're right. No Landry who's going to lead this team like it is shaping up to be like odell should be the guy to command it now question is how healthy now, on on the bear side all eyes on justin fields i'm mm -hmm. with you on that one i feel like it's still safe to start Allen robinson the browns yeah. secondary is actually not not quite there yet not living up to expectations and just like we, what we saw with Davis Mills, they have a rookie quarterback. They're going to look. They're going to lock on to their top guy. And there's not really a threat there. Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, sure they'll get theirs, but no threat for Allen Robinson. And no. probably great news for David Montgomery, mobile quarterbacks. Oh man, and Montgomery was already he's already been looking good this season. Just mm -hmm. I'm no, I'm no film grinder, but just watching a game, right. this guy moves well. So. That's what I'll be watching. And yeah, no surprise pick here. We're going to go Cleveland. Let's see. All right. Although that spread, can, uh, it's, I don't know. Actually, I'm going to take the spread to seven and a half points because yeah. Cleveland's at home. I could see the Bears making some mistakes. Justin Fields will look exciting, but yeah, don't start him this week. 
Yeah. And, and would it surprise me if he just came in and balled out? Uh, not really, but I just, I don't expect, I think it's a tough spot and, yeah. um, and, you know, but I think uh, give him a couple games and he'll be fine. Although the yeah. bears insist that once Andy Dalton's healthy, he's the starter. Wait, get the fuck out of here. Anyway, one last yeah. thing on Odell. I do. I kind of feel like, and this is just me. So who the hell knows? I don't know what I'm talking about, but it just kind of feels like, yeah, you wonder about the health because he wasn't ready for the beginning of the season. And I wonder if they've just been playing safe with him. And now it's kind of like, well, we could really use his help, right. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and he says he's uh, been training to be back and better than he ever was. And, and, you know, I just, uh, I've always liked Odell a lot. So I'd like to see him kind of rejuvenate his career. Right. And uh, I do think he has the potential to do it in this offense. And, uh, you, you know, if he's mostly healthy and he's coming in feeling good, um, and I do believe that Baker and him get their shit behind him, I think he could be very productive. And he would love to come out and just be like, after all this time, just be like, boom, I'm back, motherfuckers. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. To be the missing piece. Uh, right, right. Okay. Fingers crossed for one of mine. Yes, Arizona at Jacksonville. What do we got, buddy? This one I expect to be just a shootout, just a mess, because on one side on Jacksonville, I don't know what the heck's going on over at that team. Like that this you know, the Texans and the Lions, they put effort and they have Surprise some people at times during their games. Jacksonville has just rolled over in both their games. Mm. Do they get things fixed? They are a home team, but Arizona is 2-0. And Kyler Murray is playing out of his mind. And I don't see yeah. that, I don't see that stopping. No. Now, I do like Jacksonville too, like Jacksonville players for fantasy, because Arizona should come in and punch them right in the mouth yeah <laughs> you know i i could see arizona jumping out to a 14 zip lead and and trevor lawrence to his credit he has i was listening to to evan silver on established run and he's like he's he's not checking down he's he's still looking deep and that's why he threw like three interceptions last game and yeah that's good news for marvin jones marvin jones seems to be the number one yeah right now. for sure and it's good. Although in week one, DJ Chark yeah. saw 12 targets. He only caught yeah. three. But right. There's I, a lot of air yards, too. So it's yeah. the game script, I think, can favor those two guys. And Chenault, I'm it's hesitant. Weird, yeah, I'd, I'd rather be conservative and go, hey, just go out and play and show me because he's dealing with the shoulder thing, too. Maybe, maybe he plays. I'm not worried on the season, depending on the shoulder. Like, if it's one of those things he has to play through the season, he was still getting targets this week. Eh, no, I'm, I'm sitting him. And yeah, like for like a wide receiver too. Yeah. Give me, give me Marvin Jones. Cause that's secondary of the chart or the chargers. Ooh, the Cardinals can't stop anybody. So that's a perfect storm for like Trevor Lawrence to, to have a good fantasy game as well. And, and they lost, uh, was it uh, their tight end James, 
O'Shaughnessy. O'Shaughnessy. Yeah. And and he had gotten some like eight targets in week one and they got hurt in week two. So just perfect. It's like, hey, Chenault's not 100%. The tight end's out. Marvin Jones, DJ Chark. Yep, there you go. Wheels up for Marvin Jones and Chark. A high upside flex play. How about you? What are your thoughts uh, on this? I like everything you said. Any interest in, in man hurts or who's the other? They have Luke Farrell. Yeah, Farrell, that's uh, the guy I was thinking. <laughs> nah, I need to see a game to see who emerges because they also have Jacob Hollister that they could call up. Oh, okay. So it's just – You it's got Arizona mess. in the game, right? Sorry. Yeah, uh, Arizona to win the game. And what's their, what's their spread? Probably not cover the spread. Arizona has always been kind of win these games. Like the game may be deceptively close. Like, okay. I see the Cardinals jumping out to an early lead and the Jaguars in some garbage time cutting it, uh, cutting it close because Cardinals are seven and a half point favorites on the road. I usually don't like to take favorites like that. Weird things sure. happen. Yeah. I feel that. I'm definitely picking Arizona to win. I'd probably pick them to cover too, but <laughs> <laughs> I just think they're going to romp them. I do think Jacksonville will find a way to it, you know, I do think you're right. I think they're going to get in comeback mode, but right. uh, I don't know how close they'll get. I, I I could see Arizona really laying it to them. I think they know how close shit got last week with the fucking Vikings. And, yeah. uh, and Jacksonville's a lesser team than Minnesota, I would say, at this point. Um, so, well, well, yeah, yeah, no, but you're right. You're right. It's close. But... Uh, Oh, we'll see. Oh no, between those two teams, even the 0 and 2 Vikings, like it's like it's a yardstick at least. Like it's right. it's massive. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's what I got. So okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Another one of yours. All right. KC or LA Chargers at KC Chiefs, my friend. I'm expecting a good game here because the fact of the matter is outside of fantasy football, the loser of this game is going to be last place in the division because Raiders and Broncos are both two and oh, so even if they lose. So because of that, like it's, I think it's a desperate game for both guys or for both teams, because for Kansas city, you're the home team, right? It's, it's at Kansas city. Is that right? I have to double check on that one just to make sure. Yeah, it's it's a home game for the Chiefs. And, man, you don't want to lose yeah, a home so. game that puts you in last place when the Chargers preseason, we've expected them to take a step up. And it looks like the other two division teams are at least starting off hot, too. So because of that, this is also the highest scoring projected game uh, on the slate, 54 and a half points. The Chiefs defense can't stop anybody. They can't. <laughs> like, they they should have had their way with Baltimore. Like Baltimore had injuries. They were missing their left side of their offensive line. Lamar had exceptions. Yeah. And, and they, they couldn't do anything. So this could be a massive game for Justin Herbert, who's just a much better quarterback. Mike Williams, I love the way they utilize him. It's like four years of him being like this deep threat. And then they come in, new coaching staff. Nah, we're going to use you this way. And it's working. So Right. Uh, basically, any Chargers, uh, I'm starting. Usually, I'm going to go, hey, it's Kansas, especially these Kansas City games, they're getting so ridiculous. Like, 
last week, Marquise Brown, a guy that people probably wouldn't normally start. You could absolutely start him. So, yeah, Mike Williams is definitely plug and play in your lineup. Keenan Allen's going to get get some. I still like Derek Cook, too. Derek Cook, a lot of probably going under the radar for tight ends in, in redraft. So for Chargers, starting them all. And Chiefs, you're starting your your typical Chiefs players. An right. interesting thing is Clyde Edwards Alaire, who has not been playing well. He did, I think the reminder to people is he suffered a high ankle sprain like last preseason game. So is that an excuse for this? Possibly it, these high ankle sprains are hard to play on. Right. The Chargers run defense was just torn apart by Dallas last week. It was Zeke and Tony Pollard. Are the Chiefs going to the Chiefs have been very pass happy? Do they look back and last week and go, hey, maybe we need to feature the run more? I don't know. Like Clyde Edwards Alaire. You know, a lot of people are already jumping off. I'm not there yet. I'm still gonna start them this week because of okay. it's gonna be a high scoring game. And I will say, oh, that's tough. Give me, give me the Chargers. I can't believe I'm taking them, but give me the Chargers to get a road victory. Then I'm going the Chiefs. Because if you went Chiefs, I was going Chargers. This this was one of the one I was like, I'm comfortable going either way. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of start all your Chargers, I, I I don't I'm not sure if either one of us said it with the previous game, Arizona Jacksonville. Start your fucking Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh um but yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty much with you on this game. I think it's gonna this is gonna be a hell of a game. It was a good pick right. by you. This is going to be fun. And the 12 so, p.m. game, too. I'm, I'm shocked by that. I would have thought they would have pushed it to, to 3.30 or so. But I don't right. know if they could do that with those games. I know they can opt to make one the Sunday night football game. But right. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I think they can flex them into the afternoon. Let's I don't see. know. But, it's, but they, they would have had to. It done it like last uh, last week or something like that. So, yeah, really yeah, surprised that it's it's like the early slate. But awesome after last week i'm glad we've got a watchable game for the first okay. for the early slate <laughs> oh yeah all right all righty oh, oh cincinnati at pittsburgh that's right i, I got the c and the i close to get it looked like it said <laughs> on i was like what's on okay <laughs> cincinnati at pittsburgh I think this is going to be fun um, because I think Cincinnati is going to give Pittsburgh a run for their money in this one. Um, Cincinnati's defense, sneaky, sneaky solid. And I think Joe Burrow made some mistakes last week. And I think Cincinnati, they, they could have won that game last week. And I feel like, they're going to come in and because I'm not sold on Pittsburgh. I the week one, I think was just kind of weird. And I, I'm just like, I don't know. I I'm not entirely sold on Pittsburgh. Um, even in their own, in, in this division, Cleveland to me is better than Pittsburgh. 
Baltimore, even with all their injuries, is better. I'm just not entirely sold that Pittsburgh can get it done. And now Big Ben, is is he on track to play, or is he pretty banged up? I got to double check because I know he came out. He's on the injury list, but I'd be shocked if he didn't play. Like this, uh, although I did pick up Mason Rudolph in the dynasty league, but eh, you never know. Yeah, it says he's back at practice. So, sorry, I should have had that fucking written down already. But um, I it, and that's right there. He's he's starting to fall apart already. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it, and I'm not trying to laugh at the injury or his pain or anything. It's just like it's the, I didn't see like. Man, it's like we were worried about a bunch of things, and Ben Roethlisberger's health had to be one of those on the top of the list. And, like, week three, he's already fucking banged up. Like, this is not good news. Um, Unless Dwayne Haskins come in and kills it, because, like, it ain't Mason Rudolph, you know. So, unless there's some, you know, miracle behind Dwayne Haskins, I think they're in trouble. At the, at the position this year and I mean we've seen with Najee Harris I mean it fantasy wise a little better last week but still he's it's not it's not been great you know what I mean so right. they, you know they kind of got by in Buffalo in a weird week one game and uh, even I think I thought a little more positively about him than I should have and uh, I, I don't know I feel like this is a game Cincinnati could easily go in and steal um and you know what i'm gonna take cincinnati fuck it (laughs) and uh i think yeah i just yeah i'm gonna take cincinnati well pittsburgh does do some things well but you did mention like their their weaknesses ben ben rotlisberger is not the same quarterback that he used to be and I know I've mentioned on a previous pod, that's why they drafted Najee Harris in the first round. That's mm-hmm. why they've slowed the pace down. Like ideally, this this is no longer a Steelers team that they want to pass 40 times. Like they right. would rather pass 30 to 32 times. Uh, the thing that did catch my interest is home game for the Steelers, and the books have the Steelers as a three-point favorite, which for people that, that don't know about betting, the home team there is a quote-unquote home field advantage Mm. it's courtesy to give the home team three points so the Steelers being a three-point favorite means if these two teams met on a neutral field it's a coin flip so I I think that it's that's a good risk to take on taking a, a road team to win because even Vegas is telling telling us we really don't know on this one I will take the Steelers. I just have, just have a feeling that it's if it's a low-scoring defensive game, Steelers go away. Yeah. And, and that becomes the trick for the Bengals because the secondary for the Steelers can cause fits for for opposing opposing receivers. I wanna say nope, nope, that's a different team, but Buffalo's weapons in week one. They had a hard time getting yards against the the Steelers secondary. Good point. So, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. I haven't looked at the matchups individually, but I'm not too confident with those. 
with, with those guys and people that, that read my article last week, I wasn't big on T Higgins and I'm tempted. I may put him in the article again. And he got bailed out because he scored a touchdown last week. But, yeah. but Najee Harris, one of, one of the interesting little stats here is the Bengals are actually, they're decent. Like this, this season in fantasy points, granted it's only two games, but they've only given up. They're, they're like a top eight defense in fantasy points. Give it, uh, let's see, three, six, top nine. So top 10 in fantasy points allowed to running backs. Like they're good at preventing fantasy points scored from running backs. But they mm-hmm. do have one thing that's interesting is they have allowed 19 targets to running backs. It's two, four, six, top, top six, like six most. And of those 19 targets, 16 receptions. Running backs are averaging eight catches a game in the in the two-game sample we've got. So Najee Harris, he could get bailed out because, as we've seen, Najee Harris has played all but three snaps of, at the running back position. It's crazy how much snap share he's getting. And at least in DFS, I don't know what his price is, but if it's still around that price from last week, like, he's he's a plug to play. He's, yeah. Heavy involvement, and he's oh, he's like a lot. He's a yeah. lot to catch like five passes in this one. So, give me the Steelers and Najee Harris is very interesting in this game. Especially I do want to push. Ben, yeah. Oh no, go ahead. Finish with uh, especially Big Sorry. Ben. If with Big Ben, if he's having problems throwing the ball, check down, check down to Najee. So, I think a big Najee Harris game is coming. Um, I do like the Najee Harris call, actually. I do like that. But I would like to point out that – or push back a little bit on um, the Steelers' defense. I know what they did to Buffalo. To me, that was a weird game. And even last week, it's not like their offense went ballistic. There was a, It was a lot of the running game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, – and then when you look at the Steelers' defense, yeah, okay, against Buffalo, but then at home against the Raiders, Carr carved them the fuck up, dude. Like <laughs> he did, like he really did in that second half. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, it was a lot of Waller, but then he was just carving them up. So, um, and I, so, and I also look at Buffalo as it's Diggs and a bunch of guys, whereas you, you know, uh, Cincinnati, much like Oakland, has many a threat on that offense you know what I mean um and so I just think it it, you know asking a little bit more I'm just I think part of it is personally I I feel like after that win against Buffalo I got a little higher on them than I should have and I'm kind of back to where I'm like still skeptical of them (laughs) and so I feel like a good game to pivot on you I I I feel comfortable with this one because I feel like Cincinnati's got a good shot I really do love it and and as I mentioned too Vegas is even telling us hey look neutral field it's a coin flip so yeah it I think it's fitting that that we are on the other side on this one it's a coin flip for us as well yes sir and i would say david montgomery went for 61 yards last week off of 20 attempts against the Bengals defense just 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 to point out (laughs) 
So yeah, it'll be interesting. Hey, that's why Najee's got to get those five plus catches. That's true. That's true. That is. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll see what happens. That, there, there is some good. We pick some good games, man. Now there's not, yeah. there's not a whole lot of stuff interesting, left, but we did the games we picked, man, are pretty good. All right. So. It's that's the first Nothing. time we went to a blank. I know. I it's kind of impressive. Oh, oh no. <laughs> there we go. Green Bay at San Francisco. Okay. This one I find to be interesting because I feel like I still don't know who the fuck the Packers are. They get the doors blown off in week one against the Saints team, frankly, I'm not entirely sure what the fuck they are either. <laughs> and then they get, and Green Bay takes out Detroit, who right. was a little feisty in the first half, had to have some Packers fans worried at halftime. And <clears throat> now they have to travel to San Francisco. Sometimes this is a problem for the Packers. And so I'm just like, I, I still feel like, I, I just don't know because I want to feel like they're going to be able to put up points, keep up, because I'm going to pick San Francisco to win this game. But I do feel like Green Bay, they, they got to, they really got to do something to keep up in this game, I think, because they're they're just a weird team right now. Uh, again, I can't figure out what they are. Their defense hasn't been great. Their offense, like, so I just want to see. And I know this is Aaron Rodgers MVP and all of that. And Aaron Jones just gave us fantasy gold last week with all those wonderful touchdowns. But I'm just like, yeah, against the Lions. So I just don't know what to make of them. And it's confusing as fuck. But I'm interested to see what happens. Um, Obviously, you're going to play your Green Bay studs. But I'm also very interested in the uh, 49ers side of the ball. Uh, No Trey Lance that last week. Are we going to see him at all this week? Do they just do what they uh, uh, have done before against the Packers and just run it the fuck down their throat? Do we? Because it does sound like Elijah Mitchell is going to go. So do we just get him? Maybe Trey Sermon goes. Do we just get a bunch of San Francisco running the ball at him? Um, You know, I don't I don't know. So I think this is going to be a good game. I do think San Francisco's going to take it. And this is the Sunday night football game, I believe. Oh, yeah. Um, And, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, like I said, I think if it was in Green Bay, I probably would go Green Bay this one. But uh, being in San Fran, I'm going to take the home team. And, um, yeah, what are your thoughts? So uh, similar to the last game we talked about, too, the, the, the spread on this one. Favors the home team by three points. Mm-hmm. So it in, and I think Vegas is correct with their thought process because two games that these two teams have played leading into this matchup, I don't know what the heck either team are. Like San Francisco, <laughs> You're right about two, San Francisco. yeah, right? Because San Francisco, they like Detroit made that a little too interesting for them. That's true. And then, and then the next week it gets like, so I, 
San Francisco hasn't defeated a team where I go, yes, that's a statement win. Granted, so early in the season, but I go, should San Francisco be be the favorite? I don't know. On the other side, Green Bay does have that really bad loss to the Saints, but it was a road game too. And I, I'm going to take the Packers in, in this one. I think you really hit on all the players there. There's no real surprises. I, I don't know. I, I got burned by MV, MVS. I, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I th- this is what people should be rooting for if they don't have a dog in the race. Because if the 49ers win and they're 3-0, when are we going to see Trey Lance? Because that's been the fear. Oh, that's been the fear. Is oh, that the 49ers, the 49ers are going to start off well because they've, they've had a soft schedule. They And they'll continue after Green Bay. They'll still have a soft schedule. And oh, it's like, no. oh, no. You're oh, right. No. Green Bay needs to win. Green, Green Bay needs, needs to, win. to win. If you're not a Packers – or sorry, if you're <sighs> – if you're not a 49ers fan, you need to be rooting against San Francisco for the sake of good football because just Garoppolo. Yeah, I just Garoppolo. I, I want to change my pick now, but I can't bring <laughs> I can't bring myself to do it. But I really want to because I don't. So want it is scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah i did i don't want yeah you're so right i didn't even think about that oh oh it, it is a little about this game all wrong it's a little narrative for me and, and you know what i will say like if it does happen oh, green bay's it's a short week for them because they had the monday night game and then they're traveling to the west coast and it's going against my my brain is saying take san francisco in this one but my heart is saying go green bay and you know what to make it interesting i'll go green bay there we go okay well the last two games are yours my friend so instead of spinning uh why don't you just tell me uh, here we'll do it this way why don't you give me your thoughts on indianapolis at tennessee and then i'll let you hit the monday night game before we hit our lightning round certainly certainly so the reason i picked this game just one quick non-fantasy football thing is Colts are 0-2 and titans are one and one and they had that really ugly loss in week one to the cardinals it's yeah the team that loses this game, you start to kind of panic a little bit. You know, the Colts lose, they're obviously 0-3. Right. And you start to wonder if the Colts are like, yeah, Carson Wentz, like, take some time, get your ankles, like, working better. Because the Colts may be like, oh, crap, oh, yeah, we, if he plays X amount of games, that, that trade that they did with Philadelphia to get him, like, X amount of snaps, they sent a first-round pick, and that's going to be disastrous. Because the Colts are just – Injuries hit them hard. Yeah. On the on the other side for Tennessee, Julio Jones was supposed to be kind of that the the final infinity stone. It was like, yes, we finally have Tannehill. <laughs> We've got great quarterback play, like a running back that is like no other in the league, and a star receiver duo, Nate Brown, Julio Jones hasn't quite all come together, but it's going to come together in this one. The Colts secondary, so. <laughs> Cooper Cup and Tyler Lockett are your top two wide receivers in PPR scoring. And they have both played the Indian Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> this is your get right game for both AJ Brown and Julio Jones. I think that big game that I'm certainly hoping for in a home league where I have Tannehill, AJ Brown, and Julio Jones 
it's it's gonna happen. This this Colts team, I I am I'm hoping for a lot of Tennessee Titans. Like I want to see a Titans offense that we didn't see in week one. We started to kind of see it in week two. We're like, okay, right. I was I was calmed down a little bit there because week one it was like they're not doing anything that they did the past two seasons. Mm-hmm. We started to see that in week two. I want to see that continue in week three. And then for the Colts, there could be some sneaky, like Titan secondary is bad. Right, for <sighs> sure. J- Jacob Beeson, if he starts, it's concerning because he's never, I can't say he hasn't played the regular season. He has. Right. He's already thrown an interception on five pass attempts. Right. <laughs> but you can find some cheap options. Like if you're absolutely desperate receiver, Zach Pascal, he becomes an intriguing option there. Because Paris Campbell, it only took him two weeks and he got hurt. And T.Y. Yeah. Hilton, of course, is gone. And Pittman had the huge game, but Zach Pascal is, I think, goes under the radar there. And if we want a little bit of a narrative, technically, this could be a Pascal revenge game. Because in 2017, he was on the Titans before he joined the Colts the next oh, year sure. where he has made. Yeah, m- most people don't know Pascal. Uh, Pascal actually played for the Titans first. So you know, maybe a revenge game. I don't know. Uh, I Tennessee is favored by five and a half points. I'm going to say that they they cover that at home. This is their get right game. This is their, all right, we're taking things seriously. And this is when the Colts go oh, shit, we're 0-3, and Carson Wentz needs to take, like, at least half the season to, to work on his ankles. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot to add, man. I think the, the Colts are in trouble. It's just all around bad news for them. And uh, like you said, still a couple of places to get a little bit of fantasy production. I'm with you on Pascal. I still like Pittman. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's uh, – Definitely a get right game, as we used last get week. Right. Get right game. So, I'll let you go ahead. Talk to Monday night game, Philadelphia at Dallas. Prime time. All yes. right. So this this will be fun because I really love Dallas's play calling. That's been mm. a very encouraging thing because I'm not used to that as a Cowboys fan. Oh, it's been usually hand the ball to Zeke up the middle. The Cowboys have shown they're not just going to do that. For how will they handle Jalen Hurts? I, I'm curious. I think this has the potential. What is the over on this game? It is 51 and a half points. It could be a sneaky, sneaky shootout here. So yeah, on the Cowboys side, Amari Cooper is a little banged up if he doesn't play. Who besides C.D. Lamb? is going to step up for the Cowboys. Simi Fajoko. Simi Fajoko. I would love it. <laughs> you know, it's they have so many weapons here. Excuse me. And, and maybe this is the big Zeke game that we're hoping for. I, I really don't know. Now, on the Philadelphia side, what I'm – I hmm, – I'm curious to see who Trayvon digs the, the – the Cowboys top cornerback matches up with because whoever doesn't match up with them, right? It can be set up for a big game. I'm gonna say that kind of a bold, a bold start could be Jalen Rager. I, I like mm. his usage. 
just last last week was one of those games where sometimes the usage is there and the air yards is there. It just doesn't all come together. And the Cowboys, Cowboys defense is better than last season, but it's going to have some issues. That's evidenced by, by the game total in this one. They have 51 and a half points. I'm, give me the Cowboys on this one because from the, for the Eagles, their one win was against Atlanta, who is hardly trying this season. Or maybe that's a, a rough statement. Their, their defense is open for business 24-7. <laughs> so with, with the Eagles, sure, they got to win against arguably one of the worst teams in, in the league. Can the Eagles win on the road? I don't know. Now it is division game. Crazy things happen. But the Cowboys, they beat a good Chargers team, great Chargers team on the road. And if their kicker could have made the same kicks that they that he did against the Chargers, they could have upset Tampa Bay and they'd be 2-0. So I think Cowboys on this one. How about them, Cowboys? We'll take them with the spread as well. Three and a half point favorite. We're going to say that they're going to win by a touchdown. Okay. Uh, I'm unfortunately going to agree. I so badly want to pick Philadelphia, but it is in Dallas. And Brandon Graham is out right. for the Eagles. That lessens their defense. Um, as much as I like the Eagles' offense, I don't know. It's it's just kind of tough spot for Hurts, right? And I I just I don't know if they'll be able to keep up with the Cowboys in this one, and it and that's that's kind of what worries me. But hey, the Cowboys are kind of banged up, so I I don't know. I, I do think it's it's going to be close. I really want to pick. <laughs> I really do. Do it. Uh, do it. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick Philly. If you crush me again this week, <laughs> I've been risky on quite a few games. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. So, and you've got Dallas. Okay. Now, I'm going to set up. Uh, oh, I do want to say a couple interesting things with Philly. Um, mm-hmm. I think Miles Sanders could be a good play in this one. Uh, that's just an additional comment but uh i'm gonna get us a a, a timer going like a stopwatch let's see timer there we go it has started let us go ahead we'll go through our picks lightning round atlanta falcons at new york giants who you got Give me the Falcons and Joe Judge is on the hot seat officially. Ooh, I'd see. I'm going with the Giants. I think they played the Skins good last week. I think they could have had that game. Uh, and you know what? I, I just feel like, you know, we saw some positivity in the game last week. And if they can build on that against a very bad, very bad Falcons team, I, I it, it's at home. I think. Giants got this. Giants got this. That's what. That's all I'm saying. But uh, you know, fantasy wise, oh, oh, it is kind of rough. Okay, Baltimore at Detroit. I'm gonna say Baltimore. 
obviously, uh, you know, hopefully you got Lamar Jackson on your team because he's going to have another kick-ass game. I got a feeling. I got a feeling. And I want to see if we, if Sammy Watkins continues to get some more love. I'm telling you, there's something about this that intrigues me. They, they was palling around the field all game last week. This is, so I'm just curious if we're going to see a little bit of a Sammy Watkins emergence. Anyway, Aaron. Same. Uh, we're not going to get cute here. Ravens are going to win. I, my note I want to add on this, the over-under is set at 50 points. So I, it is – you mentioned Watkins, and he is – he's, what, one of eight receivers that's seeing like a 20 – what was that, 30% uh, of target share? I want mm. to say. It's, he, he's being utilized. A big game is coming. It hasn't happened yet. I predicted it last week. It didn't happen. It's Maybe, it's Maybe it's Maybe this one. Maybe it's this one. New Orleans at New England. Now we've got uh, a couple of teams in transition, a couple of Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame coaches. And, uh, you know, I do think New Orleans is a bit of a mix of what we saw the last couple of weeks. Um, and I do think we're going to see the offense play a little bit better. Not quite Jameis Winston five touchdowns better. But uh, I also think uh, they're not winning this game. This is the Patriots. They're ready to go three and or two and one to go up against Tom Brady. Uh, Bill Belichick's going to do it, and it's in New England. They got the defense. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, Damian Harris is good to go, and it sounds like he will be. He should be able to go this 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 Sunday. But you know, hopefully, with him. Uh, make sure you pay attention to my infirmary report. Yes, yes, yes. You'll get all your answers there. But, uh, yeah, that's what I got. New England. Certainly. And yet another game where the home team is favored by three points. Vegas <laughs> telling us they don't know anything between these two teams. Right. It will be an interesting matchup between the coaches, Sean Payton, an offensive mastermind yes. against Bill Belichick, a defensive mastermind. I, you know. Honestly, this game doesn't get enough attention as it should. I may end up watching it with on a secondary. Uh, there you monitor. go. Yeah, yes. I'm kind of intrigued by it as well. Because yeah. well, we're we're going to see whichever team outcoaches the other one. That's who's going to win. For my pick, going to go home team. Going to go Patriots. There's still oh. a lot more I want to see from the Saints. Patriots seem to be a bit more of a complete team, in my opinion. Okay, next game, Washington. At the Buffalo Bills. Go ahead, Aaron. Can you believe it? I, Taylor Taylor Heineke actually mm. has more passing yards than Josh Allen. This is not any advanced stats here. This is me looking at the ESPN NFL scoreboard where when for players to watch, they put the top statistics for passing, rushing, and receiving. Josh Allen's going to fix that in this game. We're going to go Bills, and I – the, the Washington secondary, not as good as people may think. So I'm thinking that this, after two mediocre performances, well, and honestly, Pittsburgh and Miami have really good secondaries. Josh Allen's about to put up one of the big old Josh Allen games that people that drafted him hoped that he would have. Start all, right. all your Bills players, even if you want to go Emmanuel Sanders. It's like a flex play. A lot of air yards for Emmanuel Sanders. That is eventually going to pay off. 
Yeah, I could definitely see uh, Heineke struggling a little more in this game in Buffalo. Um, they got a little bit of a pass rush now, but I think I'm with you on on the Josh Allen game. And uh, yeah, I got Buffalo as well. I got Buffalo as well. Miami at Las Vegas, not a whole lot to say here. Uh, looks like Jacoby Brissett's going to start and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm going to pick Vegas. Uh, I just think, uh, you, you know, I've, I've been hard, had a hard time just admitting they've been kicking some ass and rolling in it. You know what? I'm just, hey, I think the, the Vegas Raiders are kind of for real. I'm going to throw kind of in there. <laughs> and uh, they're going to take out the Dolphins. So, I, 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 I mean, who on Miami could you trust to play? I don't know if I, 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 I don't think I trust anyone this way, but uh, you know, play your Raiders. Hey. And a game where an East coast team is going to, well, it's Vegas. That's close enough to be in West coast. We'll say that. I just have the sinking feeling that the Raiders are going to do what the Raiders do. I mean, the Raiders beat the Chiefs last year, Okay, but then they finished as like a 500 team. Wouldn't that just be the most Raiders thing that they beat arguably the two top teams in the AFC North and then they have a home game. They're hosting a team that just got destroyed. And and that's the secondary is still good for the Dolphins. There's a lot of problems on on that team. But give me the Dolphins as a surprise upset on the road. I don't disagree that the the Raiders uh, might not stumble down the road and just do the whole Raiders thing. But uh, I just don't see it against – I just don't see it this week. I just don't see it. But you never know. Okay. New York Jets at Denver Broncos, Aaron. Who you got? Oh, we're going Broncos all the way. Now, their their defense, they're starting to have some injury problems there. That yep, is Mr. Chubb. Fortunate. But at the end of the day, too, this, this Broncos team still has enough talent to get the job done. And the Jets are just falling apart. Now, that 10-and-a-half-point spread for the Broncos – our boy, the EDG, he made he made as one of his, his bold picks of like it's a trap. I would agree, like ten and a half points. That's a lot, and I could see the Broncos just kind of going like who who are the Broncos playing week four? I'm about to pull that up because I feel like they have a big game coming up next week. I can see them looking past the Jets. Come on, internet browser, don't go too slow. Week four, home game against the Ravens, and then mm. followed up with a road game against the Steelers and home against the Raiders the road on the Browns. They got a lot of tough games. I could see them overlooking this game. They're still talented enough to win this game, but they're not going to cover. I'm with EDG on this. Heard. All right. Last game is Seattle at Minnesota. Uh, back when I rooted for the Vikings, this is one of the most annoying games because they would play the Seahawks almost every year. And the Seahawks would always take old Vikings players, Sidney Rice, Percy Harvin. There's just, there's just been a ton of them. And, and, and so <laughs> it, this was just always an annoying ass game. And I actually see, uh, Kirk Cousins struggling here because he's played really well through two weeks. And I think he's going to have, um, some trouble. Uh, Gavin Cook's banged up. Uh, even if he plays, 
it's I've seen what happens when Dalvin Cook plays and he's banged up. He most of the time inevitably comes out of the game at some point. Um, so I don't know. I just I think you know the Vikings have been able to put up points and they they probably should have won, or they should have won the game last week. But I think uh, Seattle coming off a loss, they're going to come in and they're going to take care of business because they usually do against Minnesota. It is what it is. And uh, I think you're going to get a big game out of Russ because that Vikings defense is just not, it's just not good. Now the Seahawks defense isn't really either, but uh, I just see Kirk Cousins. They're going to find a way to get to Kirk Cousins enough to rattle him. And that's going to be the difference in the game. Yeah, and I agree. Just short and simple here. Seahawks going to win, and it's because I like a little bit of the narrative, too. Not only are the Giants going to lose and 0-3 and and Joe Judge is on the hot seat, but the Vikings are going to lose a home game, (laughs) go 0-3, and and the hot seat is going to get warm for Mike Zimmer. And, and yeah, this game is going to come down to whoever could get a stop. Because neither team, neither defense has been able to do that at the end of the day give me the better quarterback give me and tyler lockett is just dude's on fire he is the only receiver in the league that is top 10 in completed air yards and top 10 in yards after the catch dude is wrecking machine they focus on stopping him you know you're just gonna have dk metcalf the guy that's six four 230 pounds or so that just is a freak of nature so Vikings got no answer, and, and I'm not even sure if they really care. Like they just, they've hit the point with Mike Zimmer that they're just tuning them out. I think so. I agree with that, and I think that Mike Zimmer's just at a point where he is tired of people like Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers beating him. That's why they wanted Justin Fields. That's why they drafted Kellamon. Zimmer's mm-hmm. like, a, just give me a goddamn mobile quarterback, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh man, because he's he gets beat a lot by these fucking guys. Russell since he's been a go- Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. Anyway, okay, that was not quite as a lightning of a lightning oh, round, damn. but <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. But you know what? We're gonna fine tune it all. We're getting there. We're getting there. We are getting there. But hey, I'm definitely intrigued for this week's a set of picks. And, uh, and there's quite a few where we're going opposite seats. So we'll see how it all shakes out, my friend. Good luck to you. In that. Right. And good, good luck, luck to you, sir. Yes. Yes, indeed. Do you have any final thoughts, sir? Ah, just ready for another week of football. Let's get it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Another week of football. Week of and good luck to all of you. Good luck, Aaron. Good stuff. You too. My captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Yes. And to all of you, stay safe, stay vigilant, stay mad. And until next time, well, hey, we'll be back for our awesome Sunday show. Until then, take care. I'll talk.